Baby pork do 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 baby pork do 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 baby pork do 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 baby pork Mommy pork do 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 mommy pork do 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 mommy pork do 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 mommy pork Daddy pork do 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 daddy pork do 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 daddy pork do 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 daddy pork we hate that this song is bled into our favorite Star Wars podcast, but we do not know what else to sing about. And I guess for the time being, we'll just keep on with our screaming. But if I hear it again, I'll pull all my hair out. Complex providing our theme song. It is not important. My name is Zach Weber. Tonight joining me is Rob. Hello. hello. And we are going to talk uh, talk about Reagan's 1984 Star Wars. Indeed, indeed. Uh, when Jeremy and I of An Inspiriority Complex originally wrote the Knights of Vader theme song, we felt it was quite important to make sure the audience knew that you guys were discussing Star Wars the film and not Star Wars the Strategic Defense Initiative. But now we are finally having the chance to discuss this piece of American history. I have a great panel with us today, as introduced already, Zach, and we also have Mr. Alex, without an E, Star Jones. Thank you for coming on today, Alex. A uh, pleasure to be here to talk about uh, Reagan's Star Wars and uh, and to uh, talk with you fellow people. And, uh, and also, I'm doing a live broadcast of my show. So, uh, so definitely two birds, one stone in the bush. That's exactly what we love to hear. So I felt that I should start with a little bit of history of Reagan's Strategic Defense Initiative. It was actually first announced fairly close to when we're recording this, March 23rd in 1983, in a nationwide telecast. And as a fun fact that I believe our Mr. Jones guests will enjoy, during this telecast he uses the words, Ronald Reagan says the words, make America strong again. It is part of a careful long-term plan to make America strong again after too many years of neglect and mistakes. Yes, uh, just just like our uh, ever-present Emperor Palpatine, uh, we also must make the Empire great again as well. That's why I fully support his um, his Death Star initiative. Build it bigger, build it better, destroy Endor. Well said, well said. Uh, Zach, do you have anything to add to that catchphrase from uh, almost 30 years ago, over 30 years ago? There is no crimes in art. Fantastic. I would also ask you, Zach, do regrets count as questions? The Strategic Defense Initiative, as it was originally called, uh, is 
was intended to be a superior missile defense system during the Cold War, and the whole idea was that it was going to destroy missiles as they were headed for the United States. The power for these were going to be nuclear, there was going to be a lot of uh, new technology, and that's where some people say the name Star Wars stuck to this, that it was something that was going to be involving satellites, outer atmosphere things, and the name stuck. I actually found a source that said that this came originally from a Ted Kennedy quote, which being a, uh, an adversary of the Strategic Defense Initiative, he described it as Reagan's reckless Star Wars schemes. So I guess I'll say now that we've given a little bit of background, I want to get some opinions on Reagan's Star Wars. Yes, we are discussing opinions of a military defense program uh, that is completely defunct now. But Zach, I'd like to start with you. What are your thoughts on this Strategic Defense Initiative? Too many lasers, not enough gungas. Gungas. Now, where would, in your vision of a nationwide defense system, would the gungas come into play? They should be the ones... Now, uh, Zach, I'm going to stop you right there, because I just want to point out that our great Emperor Palpatine was, was, had, had, had access to nuclear weapons and decided to just continue to use the, uh, the Star Destroyer initiative to where they just did orbital bombardments with lasers. Now, why use lasers... Cause you don't need to take out a rocket if you've already shooting light if you're already shooting lasers at it. Just just point it out there. Now I'm gonna take a second to um to to just talk real quick about the the detractor cell phone pouch here. Now, have you ever been sitting there as a stormtrooper checking your your space book and your and your and your MySpace? That one actually works both parody and not um and and you know that emperor palpatine's watching you well with our thing you can just put your little communicator in there and they won't be able to get the signals anymore anyways back to the show quick question on that ad spot uh will you what be able spot? To that was totally fluid no one even knew i was selling something that being said, would you you still be able to receive signals? You said that the emperor can't see the signals, but would you get the signals in this? Absolutely not. Everyone, if you're in the dark, everyone's in the dark. Fantastic, fantastic. How much does that cost? Uh, just uh, twenty credits, twenty oh, imperial oh. credits. Truly a steal. So, but I while guess you're in the dark, you can make sure to use our Emperor Palpatine nightlight. Have the glorious face of our empire, Emperor, right at your uh, light socket. I know I have one in all of my home's bedrooms. As you should. And don't forget, they use unlimited power. Fantastic. Now, I will go back to Zach so he can finish, hopefully, his answer. Where do the Gungas fit in to a strategic defense initiative for you, Zach? The Gungas should be allowed on the space platform because they are underrepresented in today's society. Mm, that's an interesting point that you bring up. Um, do you feel that it, it should be the Gungas because of that underrepresentation, or do you feel that they actually add something of value, um, their species, to this defense program? I think it's both, and the idea that you're questioning the cultural value of a species of people is insulting. Ah, so it's checking all the boxes is what you're saying. Fantastic, fantastic. So thank you for that, Zach. Uh, too many lasers, not enough Gungas. You heard it here. So now we're going to turn to Mr. Jones and ask him, what are your thoughts on Reagan's Star Wars defense initiative? Well, as I said earlier, our, our, our great Emperor Palpatine uh, 
took took the initiative to use uh, orbital bombardment instead, and just straight up, just instead of even trying to shoot missiles down with lasers, just shoot lasers at lasers. Ah, I mean, it's, is there research to show that lasers at lasers is an effective defense strategy? Well, uh, if if you go back to the documentary of uh, uh, A New Hope, uh, episode four, for some reason, even though it's the first one, um, I, I believe in there, there's many a times where lasers are being used to shoot at other things shooting lasers. Okay, okay, good. We have precedent. Thank you for that. So... Getting a little more specific into the Strategic Defense Initiative, uh, there were, of course, fans and adversaries of this program. So when this was first announced, uh, a big, big part of the backlash was that many felt that this defense system would be the United States infringing on existing treaties, such as the Anti-Ballistic Missile Treaty of the Strategic Arms Limitation Talks of 1969. This never really went away. This was probably the biggest thing uh, that kept this from really gaining steam. Of course, as we live now, America is no longer part of the SALT talks because George W. Bush decided to leave in 2001. I would like to get some opinions on America no longer being involved with the Strategic Arms Limitations talks. Zach, your thoughts. Well, I'm I'm, I'm going to step in real quick because I just want to point out that that signing treaties and stuff like that is pointless. If we all remember correctly, the Trade Federation attempted to get, at the time, Princess, I'm using quotation fingers, Amidala to sign a a trade treaty. And that erupted into a full-out war between everyone's beloved Gungas and the Trade Federation battle troopers. Which, which, mind you, those droids were illegally ma- manufactured and produced. Mm. I, I don't think enough people point that out. Interesting, interesting point you bring up. So on that note, I do want to dive a little deeper. You mentioned treaties. Uh, if my history is correct, princess, in quotations if you like, Amidala, she was a senator and then a princess a, and then a queen. A queen, and- queen actually. I, I, I might have misspoke. She, she was a... Elected queen, which I don't think's a thing. That that is exactly where I was going with this question. Uh, does a queen have more? Does an elected queen, my apologies, have more power than a senator? What is well, the balance my, there? My my question is this: Could the Gungans vote in that election? I I think we'd all know the answer to that. Boss Nass would not allow his people to be underrepresented, so he refused to have any of them vote. So I don't think she was truly. The queen of Naboo. She was the queen of those people of Naboo. But I feel my Gungans were underrepresented. And I think they were putting stuff in the water to turn the Gungans gay. Just throwing it out there. I have no yeah. evidence to support that. But I'm just throwing it out there as an idea. Important. Just getting it out there. We're talking about it. It's a thing now. Okay. I'm glad you bring up the underrepresentation of Gungans again. Because that's exactly what Zach said earlier. Zach, your comments? Any indigenous people are always maligned by the hegemony of the surface dwellers. Mm. Do you think, uh, what are your thoughts on rectifying this? Should there be some type of, of compromise? And, and where did all that money go? It went to making dresses for this woman. Every, every time we saw her, she was in a different dress, and they all were ridiculous. I saw one of them have a cable coming out of it, like an electrical cable. Power's not unlimited, people, unless you're Palpatine. Do you by any chance know how much uh, energy costs were for her dresses? At least. I mean, 
I, I, I'd like to think the giant waterfall, I think that the, the power, the hydropower coming off of just that was just powering that one dress. Fantastic. Much less rolling blackouts in the countryside. Mm. And I would imagine most of that would affect the underrepresented Gungans. Yes, yes, very much uh, so. We're uncovering uh, some serious truths in this episode. I think instead of spending money on the strategic defense initiative, there should be electricity underwater for the Gungans. Well, would they even take it at that point? It doesn't I mean, matter. Do, do we just give it to them, or do we let them fight on their own? Because now we're just we're just imposing our our lives onto them. Much like a young Anakin Skywalker was imposed to be a Jedi by a Jedi. Think about it. We're talking about it. It's a thing now. They should be allowed to have the same advantages in life as the woman with the many dresses. It is not fair. It is unequal representation to have the indigenous people being stepped on by the surface dwellers and their many unlimited power dresses. And the Naboo should be taxed at a 70% marginal, marginalized tax rate. My God, man, that's just, that's just crazy because if you're taxed at that rate, you're not going to get my old man away spray. Yes, if you're sitting there on a moisture farm trying to mind your own business and some old man comes up to you and t- starts trying to indoctrinate you into some old Jedi order and he talks about how he knew your father and he was a great pilot and then tries to take you off on an adventure, this, will, this spray will get those old men right away, right away. Only twenty nine ninety nine for your first bottle. I have to ask, do you have anything for Tuscan Raiders? Uh no, I do not. They they, they, they are they are a very um segregated people who, who, who need more attention and, and have to ride in, in single we, we don't even know their numbers because they ride in single file. We can't even get a good population like idea of what they are they could be endangered for all we know and i'm tired of uh of 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 these uh these these so-called protectors of the peace jedi going and slaughtering a ton of them fair there's uh this this sand hating individual that 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 they that they called the chosen one i i don't understand sand's very important to making a lot of stuff you know like like glass to protect your ship when it's in space i just don't understand why he hates it so much Mm, so we found an unrepresented group and an unrepresented material. Zach, go. That's just two amongst many. You forget we have lava that's unrepresented. We got Ewoks there unrepresented. The galaxy is chock full of unrepresented people that need to be heard. Well, speaking of hearing them, we, 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 have, we have this this C-3PO unit, which was apparently, allegedly now, the, 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 the conspiracy is it was built by a kid, not mass manufactured, which uh, which there's a lot of holes in that theory, which I, I, I could get into. But but you got to read my book, C-3PO, all of it's a lie. Uh, thank the maker. I wrote this. That's 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 actually the title of my book. Uh, it's, it's, it's one of my older books. I got some new ones coming out, but that's that's one of the older ones. You can, of course, go buy it on GalaxyWars.com. Uh, I don't know if that's an actual site, uh, but but yeah, um, you you can go buy it on there, and, and you can you 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 can read the truth about C three PO and how he was tricked into thinking that he was made by the master. Also, also that that, that droid claims that uh, moisture operators are second language to him, but then he claims that he knows over seven billion forms of communication. I must say that uh, your book, Mister Jones, had a a very catchy title. At least fifteen words in the title of a book really sells it, you know, at those those uh, airplane bookstores. 
<laughs> spaceport bookstores. Let let's let's get that straight. The, the, these are at spaceport bookstores, and also on my website. Uh, also, I, I I had many of argument with 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 my publicist about it, and I'm like, if it takes you more than a minute to say the book's title, it's worth a read because at that point you're already reading it. You're already reading the book if you're saying the title at that point. So why not keep going? A great, a great, great observation. I couldn't have said it any better myself. So just to rein this back in, um, uh, to talk about the Strategic Defense Initiative once more, when this was announced by President Reagan, this was a large change in, in historical nuclear perspective. Um, for as long as the Cold War had been going on, very much the concept of mutually assured destruction was the defense used by the world, that no one wanted that concept. Uh, no one wanted to lose everything. What do we think about such a giant change from no action to defensive action? And is in that of itself an offensive maneuver? Thoughts from our panel. I think we should eliminate all nuclear type of energy. All energy should okay, we should completely bypass any sort of energy that helps sustain the planet because it might be used for a catastrophic purpose and only feed off clean energy sources. Uh, what is are, your are, are, are you trying to push kyber crystals on all of us? That you use that slang term around here, not me. I, I'm just saying I, I'm not going to sit here and listen to this talk of kyber crystals. It, it is it is heresy at the best. Those. Those those blasted Jedi used them to power their light swords, and and, and they're, they're an abomination against our great Emperor Palpatine. I think the ultimate defense is being the defense. By that I mean we should take the planet and make it into a giant weapon itself to take uh -huh. out anything that may, may oppose us and make sure to leave a blaring weakness somewhere. Defense like, is the best offense, yes. Yeah, exactly. Like something to where the shield refreshes at a rate to where a large spaceship could still jump through if they did a light speed jump. I'm just saying, I mean, who would be crazy enough to do something like that? Nobody, that's who. But somebody might be crazy enough to buy my Super Sith Vitality. Yes, I use it every day to make sure I'm up on the game and ready to go. Even Emperor Palpatine supposedly gets a cup every now and then. Super Sith Vitality. Keeping me strong. Sith strong. Oh, it's a drink. I thought it was like a, uh, an injection. Oh, you can take it multiple ways. Ah. Grind it up. Make it into a pot of coffee. You can inject it straight into you if you need to. There's multiple ways to take it. You, it's, it's even, we even got Sith Super Vitality Balm. Where you can rub it just on your skin. Do you offer it in suppository form? Why wouldn't we? Truly, truly a genius at creative concepts and marketing. Zach, I'd like to now ask your opinion on the idea of mutually assured destruction and that historical perspective shift. And I want to comment on something you said earlier, or rather question. Why do you hate energy? When one particular nation state has energy and the other doesn't, much like the Naboo versus the Gungans, it creates an unequal balance that is misrepresentation, an unequal trade balance, and is all these things, and we should just take it away from everybody. If one side, if one side is slightly ahead of the other, it should be taken away from any, everybody, even to the detriment of both sides. Mm, interesting thoughts, Mr. Jones. 
Well, I, I just like to say that the Gungans had some kind of power. They had those energy shields. They had balls of energy. Like, I, I don't even understand what that was. It was exactly. a ball that was energy, but then somehow at the end of the movie, they also had a ball of energy that was like a, a congratulations trophy. I, I, I don't understand what the significance of any of that was. Zach, do you hate energy balls? I especially hate energy balls, especially when they're given in peace. Would you prefer energy cubes? Too many cubes, not enough spheres. Wait, wait, wait. You mean like some kind of energy cube, like a tesseract? Ooh, uh, uh, I, both, I would imagine that's comparable. If only I can put it into a dish glove. Mm, great thoughts. Great thoughts from our panel here. Great thoughts. As a, a closing... I would like to, now that we've had this heated discussion and debate about a strategic defense initiative that we know did not go through and become a real thing, we've discussed it, we've given our ideas. Closing comments. Zach, closing comments on Reagan's Star Wars. No nation state should have more power over the others, whether it be Reagan or evil Emperor Palpatine. How dare you? I, I, have, I have put up with your shenanigans long enough on this panel, but how dare you attack our emperor? He has, he has got unlimited power that has guaranteed him the emperorship. He dissolved the council. He rewrote the constitution of our galactic empire to make sure that he could rule it with an amazing iron fist policy. That does sound impressive, Zach. And well, you... Well, you, Mr. Jones, you are the same person that claimed the Jedi faked their own purge at the Jedi Temple. I, I, I want evidence. I want bodies. No one, no one, no media was allowed in there. There's no way to tell. And I wouldn't be selling my old man away spray off the shelves constantly if there wasn't a ton of old man Jedi out there trying to trying to recruit and uh, and radicalize our youth right now. I, I also don't have any families, too. There, there's, there's no families claiming that they lost loved ones at this temple. So I, I just think it was all, it's, it's, it's all, it's all just, a, just a myth put, put forth by the Jedi in collaboration with the Rebellion and Mon Mothma. The passion continues. Strategic Defense Initiative, closing thoughts, Mr. Jones. I, as I said, why don't we just turn the entire planet into a super weapon. Then it's mutually assured destruction of any planet that messes with us. But can it jump to light speed? I, I don't know. It, it, does it just sit there in the Hosnian system and just float? These are questions I need answered, people. The answers will continue to be sought for on the following episodes of Knights of Vader. I want to thank our panel once again. Thank you for joining us. And I think this discussion has made it clear to everybody that... 30 plus years later, the world is, the galaxy, I should say, is still just as divided about Ronald Reagan's strategic defense initiative than it ever has been before. Thank you. And where can we find you guys? Zach, I'll let you start. You can find me at the Galaxy New Deal Rocks, where you can personally sign up to have your space apartment gutted and rebuilt with all new energy technology at the low, low cost of a 70% marginal tax rate. Great. And Mr. Jones, where can we find you? 
Well, I, I just I just like to make it clear that uh that I have been blacklisted by the rebels on on multiple sites. So uh, you'll just have to find me wherever I show up yelling at. Fantastic. And as always, you can find me right with the opening theme song of Knights of Vader every week. Maybe it'll have to change slightly now that we've finally discussed Reagan's Star Wars. But for this week, we bid you farewell, and thanks to our guests once again. Goodbye. Endor was an inside job! Baby pork do 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 baby pork do 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 baby pork do 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 baby pork. We are back for a very very special uh, episode of bonus content on Knights of Vader Raw, and we have from our previous discussion on Ronald Reagan's Strategic Defense Initiative, Mister Alex without an E, Star Jones, and I believe he's here to give us his own personal, unique take on the saga that has been playing out throughout history. So I will turn the floor over to him. Thank you for being here. Uh, thank, thank you very much for having me. I just want to make a few things clear that, uh, that, that we, we, we have been misguided on several occasions on, on, on a lot of the information. So I just want to make a clear and concise story here. So this whole thing started when the Trade Federation, within its legal right, imposed a blockade on the Naboo system. Now, their queen, who was an elected official that we later found out, I don't know why this information wasn't told to us beforehand, refused to allow them to do this blockade. And she refused to sign the treaty. Well, of course, in the greatness of our, um, at, at the time, just senator, Palpatine saw fit to send out two Jedi to, to investigate. A one Obi, uh, well, a one Ben Kenobi, who was at the time going under the alias Obi Wan Kenobi, and uh, and a man named Qui Gon Jinn, who who I don't know about you, but I don't trust this guy because he really didn't. He he was a loose cannon that didn't play by the rules. So so they show up and they and they decide. Well, sorry, they, they, they have a discussion. Actually, there's no meeting because allegedly they decided to ignite their lightsabers and attempt to go after Nuke Gunray himself. And then, of course, being that they were attacked and that they were imposing a blockade, they sent troops down like their galactic constitutional rights said they could. They were attacked by the Jedi. Don't get it mixed up. The Jedi are going to claim that there was gas or something like that. There's no evidence of that. So they ran into this local. Why they uh, the, these these Jedi ran into this local this this Gungan who who was who was who had the, the entire incident of the the boss's headdress getting knocked over pinned on him. There was no evidence. There's no evidence except for just someone said he did it. Now, is that fair? I ask you, is that fair? We don't think so, but to each their own. Exactly. That is that is not fair. But anyways, he was given a life debt, so the Jedis and him went to go see this queen. I'm, I'm going to once again use quotation fingers. I'm sorry for, for keep doing that, but, but I want to see the election results. Want to see them. There, there may have been hanging, hang, hanging chads. There may have been a lot of different stuff that that could have that could have fixed this uh this this whole thing. So I 
I, I, I don't believe, because no one showed me the results. There's no electoral college. There was no popular vote shown. I, I did not see names on papers. I want to see names on papers to know how she got elected. Not the point here. So they, of course, flee in her in her lavish ship that is platinum near finish. Now, you tell me where they got the money for that. You tell me. Of course, they took it from the people. She was overtaxing those poor, poor Naboo. Nabooans? Nabooans? The people in Naboo. She was overtaxing them so that she could spend money on her lavish dresses and platinum mirror finish ships. Now, she went and they had to go to an out to 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 an, an a, a legitimate a legitimate businessman, job of the hut, good friend of the show, best friend of the show, loves love loves listening to us, great guy. They had to go and take from his planet. One, they fixed the pod race. They fix it because the Jedi used their mind tricks to get my good friend out of one of his slaves. And they tried to take the other one. They tried to use their Jedi mind tricks. Is that fair? No, it's not. So they took him. So they took this kid that apparently was just born of the Force. This 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 thing in the world. It was, he was just born from it. Well, I, I would like to see evidence. I, I'd like to see a blood test. You're not going to show me it. Of course not. Because they don't want the truth to be out there. That his father was actually Darth Sidious. Do we still have Maury? <laughs> Do we still have Maury uh, as a guest? Uh, can we get him in and maybe set this up? Get this test going? <laughs> can, you pull that, can, you, can you pull that up, Jamie? So, they take this kid off of my legitimate business friend, Job the Hut's Planet. Without permission from him, of course. After... Fixing and winning one of his pod races, which, by the way, that kid, he was one of the only survivors. Just saying, kid's a murderer. There's a lot of evidence showing that kid is a murderer right there. Touch on that later. Anyways, so they, they take him to Coruscant, giant planet. That's a city. That's a planet. That's a whole city. That's a planet. So they take him there, and the once again, the Jedi's apparently claim that, that that he's too old. But of course, Palpatine, good buddy Palpatine, is sitting there like, Trade Federation won't, we're not going to stand for what they're doing to Naboo. Finally, someone with their eyes open is putting stuff in line and seeing the corruption that is going on and demands a vote of no confidence. He demands it, and that is his constitutional right to do that. So he did that. So the kid is told he can't become a Jedi because Obi-Wan, big quotation fingers there, his master, Qui-Gon Jinn, is apparently going to be like, I'm going to take this kid under my wing. But for some reason, they go back to Naboo. And there's a big battle that breaks out. And this kid's allowed to fly a freaking space fighter. Now, I don't know about you, but I thought child soldiers were outlawed by a galactic treaty. Why is this kid up there flying around, shooting stuff? You can't explain to me. And then these Gungans, who are technologically inferior to the Superior Trade Federation, somehow pull off a win? I don't I don't get it. And then Amidala refuses to sign this to sign this reasonable treaty and at gunpoint forces Nuke Gunray to surrender. Now, you tell me if that's fair that she went and used force, used weaponry to make 
a legitimate businessman surrender? I, I, I think not. But if you want to go on my website, you can get new Gunray Gunray blasters today. They're the surest shot you'll ever shoot. Thank you so much, Mr. Jones, for once again coming on this episode of Knights of Vader and giving us this history lesson. And that's something we really enjoy here, giving these different opinions on topics that most people uh, probably don't give that much thought to. So we appreciate it. I don't think people give enough thought to a lot of this stuff. I don't think they do. Exactly. And that's what we want here, to open your mind, to see new ideas. Ask the questions no one has the answer to. Ask question the, the answers no one has a question to. Exactly. And always remember, buy merchandise. Yes, yes, plenty of it. Buy, buy all of it. Also, uh, just a quick note, um, Alderaan, totally fake, planet's still there. Look it up. Oh, we will. We will indeed. Once again, thank you so much. And until next time, this has been Knights of Vader. <coughs> Can I get you a glass of water, sir? Yes, here you go. I'm good. Sir, you shouldn't be chugging. Ah, uh, that's smooth, male. I mean, it says vitality. <laughs> it goes down smooth. <laughs> like a pack of Marlboros. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean I eat the pack. Eat it. Just, just eat the entire pack. Baby pork do 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 do. Baby pork do 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 do. Baby pork do 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 do. Baby pork. Joining us once again is Mr. Alex without an E, Star Jones. And as a very special performance, he's going to be showing us one of his greatest talents, reading the Intergalactic Phone Book. Please take it away. Uh, first, we got Admiral Akbar. Um, once again, uh, one, one, one of these radicalized rebels. Uh, I, I don't think we should have any statues to him him anymore. And if there is one, we, we should definitely tear it down. Uh, next is... Uh, Padme, Padme, Padme Amidala, um, a a queen, once again, need to see the votes, need to see it, I don't believe it's a real thing, I, I, I just, I just don't believe it, uh, uh, Cassian Endor, uh, sounds like, once again, one of these radicalized individuals, if there is a statue of this guy, he is a known rebel, it needs to be torn down, tear down. Uh, Wedge Antilles, a uh, great guy, phenomenal pilot. Uh, wait, join the rebel. Oh, no, no. Once again, another radicalized individual. There's too many of these in the A's. I'm not doing any more right now. On this very special episode of Activator, <laughs> we have someone reading a phone book. <laughs> oh, my boys! This, this is my hell! <laughs> well, I woke right, up first. in hell! I woke up in hell! 